besides our preconceived ideas and the fear of those who are different from us can get in the way of our truly seeing them. A number of years ago, I was in a training program in Chicago and I stayed after to enjoy the city. And I'd happened across a performance that evening for the new Gregory Hines. His name was Savon Glover. And I, you may not know this about me, but I'm a tapper from when I was a little girl. I can shuffle off to Buffalo like anybody else. And it makes my heart sing to tap. All the more to see someone who is as good as Gregory Hines or better as this man was touted. So I bought my ticket, was excited, and was along the lakeside front and walking to just see the sights. And there was a man ahead of me, long dreadlocks, African-American, skinny. Clothes were hanging on him a little bit. And he was twitching all over. But people were calling out from the shop saying, hey, hi. And so I was confused because, I'll admit it, the color, the hair, the action, I thought, this man is tripping on some drugs. I better stay her clear because it looked like he was about to come undone. He was moving so fanatically all over. Just every part of his body was just moving. It's clear the man had a lot of energy or some serious drugs on his system. Well, I steered way clear because <laughs> I was scared because I'd been trained up to be afraid, right? I made assumptions. So you can imagine my surprise that evening when I got to the performance and there was that man putting all that energy into some very focused feet. And it was one of the most spectacular performances I've ever seen in my life. I'd made assumptions. I'd missed who it was I was walking down the boulevard with. I think that happens to us with Christ sometimes as well. Jesus Christ is alive. He's no longer does death have a hold on him? He has broken the very gates of hell open. And here in our gospel reading, we find Jesus walking along the road with his disciples. He's joined two of them on the road from Jerusalem to Emmaus. And he first appears to them as a clueless traveler who doesn't even know about this man Jesus. That ironically, as they walk along further, he unveils all the scripture to them and how this man Jesus is actually the fulfillment of the prophets and the law. That he's going to go on. And they say, no, no, stay with us. Stay with us, for it is night. 
And so he does. And they are not yet able to see him until the moment of the breaking of bread. It's there in the breaking of bread as he blesses it that they realize this is Jesus, the risen Lord right here at our table with us. I think it's a clue to us that Jesus, in his risen state, often shows up in unexpected ways to those who seem like strangers or maybe someone even to fear. After he's disappeared, they ask themselves, were not our hearts burning within us? as he was speaking. I wonder when you have had an encounter that it wasn't until afterwards that you realized God was in it. Sometimes we're not awake enough in the moment to get the full import of what he is up to. Have you ever had a conversation on a plane or in a by chance so it seems, encounter only later to realize that God was sending you a message. Does that not encourage you? Does that not make you want to wake up and pay attention more carefully to those chance encounters? To stop and pause a little longer with that person that he brings along your path. Or maybe to even take time to break bread with a stranger or someone you don't know that well. Or here's the real challenge, to stop and really be present with those people you think you know well. And to wait and be curious for where is God in this encounter? To be curious of the stories of one another. As we, through Lent, practice this deeper listening and being present to one another, we found that while many of these folks have been together 60 years, 40 years, that in the stopping and one just listening for four minutes, the other had space to share about something that really mattered to them. And in that space, we discovered God was in our midst and up to plenty. That was beautiful. Our missioner, Beth McGill, who's been working with our congregation along with Canon Ryan, challenged all of diocesan council to be people on the way, to dare to go and break bread with folks we may not know very well, and therein encounter Christ, the risen Lord. We come each week to Eucharist, where the bread is broken. And we, in this tradition, believe that in that breaking of bread, there is this fresh 
encounter with the mystery of Christ and that we are fed spiritually and that we are being transformed as we digest him and sup on him and that somehow he is made fresh in our lives to be known as we are known by him. A friend wrote this. The two disciples on the road to Emmaus did not recognize Jesus. Their eyes were kept from recognizing him. They were disheartened because they had hoped this man Jesus they followed was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And now here Christ was right in their midst and they did not even see him. Sometimes God is active in our daily lives and we don't even know or recognize it. We can sometimes get so caught up in the destination that we don't stop and see God's presence right in front of us in our lives. But when we pause to look back on our lives and reflect, sometimes we're able to recognize where and when God was present. That chance meeting at a coffee shop, that phone call we received, or that turn in the road that we made, when was that time in your life you felt God was especially present or active? This is my prayer that the present God, and we give thanks to, Lord, would you walk along this road of life with each of us and help us to recognize your presence anew, even in strangers we might be afraid of. Amen.